What is going on, you guys? My name is Justin Minnick, and this is the Hockey Highlights of Tonight podcast. I'm here with some new cast members for the first time on this podcast. My, Patrick Bloom, introduce yourself. Hello, I am Patrick Bloom. Michael Scholl. My name's Jeff. Exactly. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the support on this channel. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Well, the last podcast, I'm pretty sure, was Free Agency Day, where Antemi Panarin, Matt Duchesne, and a whole bunch of other exciting NHL players found their new homes and got paid pretty well. Like, we're talking $7.9 million per season. Mitch Martin made too much money. <laughs> Mitch Martin made way too much money. Exactly. That's that's a good, good, uh, hey, pretty good. Hey, guys. My name's actually Michael. I didn't mean to trick you. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so... Uh, this is actually kind of like a roundtable discussion. You know, we would love to hear your guys' feedback. You know, you can follow us on the actual Hockey House of Tonight Instagram page. You can, uh, if you're on the actual app of Anchor, you guys can send us messages that can be in, uh, plugged in into the actual podcast. And we're going to start on the first actual topic, which is the Blues, uh, St. Louis Blues, the defending Stanley Cup champions, are right now 10-3-3. Oh, yeah. three and three. We were coming off a six-game winning streak against... The uh, Edmonton Oilers last night, yeah. beating them five to th- five to two, which didn't reflect the game at all. Which didn't reflect the game. Jake Allen played out of his mind. Oh my he god! Was beach able, ball. He was able to stop <laughs> something other than a beach ball, which was you know superb and a little bit smaller, well, a little bit smaller and everything. <laughs> his, his his the game was amazing, and you know we we love and we kid about Jake Allen, but it's just consistency, and he just makes us nervous while he's in the net, and he's just you know his glove work is like Bennington's glove work. Exactly, he's got. A- Good hand. So oh, yeah. right now, there's a lot of speculation, a lot of criticism about the Blues and see how they can go back-to-back. I personally think if Pittsburgh can do it, anybody can. It's done before. And if you really want to look at the logistics, Pittsburgh had a way better team than we did, but at the same time, it was balanced like us. Now, not only do we have young guns on our team, we've got the old talent that's able to – you guys are both drinking Red Bull, and it's disgusting. Anywho, you, they had <laughs> – hey, Red um, Bull sponsor us. <laughs> I wish, bro. <laughs> no, if anything's going to sponsor us, it's going to be Powerade. Which I'm actually not drinking for once. It's weird. Oh, whoa! Do you think I'm about? Am I okay? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> thinking about everything when you ca- talk about Pittsburgh and the East and how they went back to back, it it didn't really reflect on their actual you know offense. It reflected them more on their defense. You know, for all the defensemen they had, not only did they have you know two times Stanley Cup champion Matt Murray, uh, two times Stanley Cup champion Matt Murray, and three times Stanley Cup champion Mark Andre Fleury, but then at the same time you look at us and you say that. Uh, Bennington was in the colder conference right behind Elias Pettersson, who was first overall in 2019. 18, my apologies. So, I think that they totally could. Patrick, do you think the Blues can go back-to-back? I think it's going to be a long playoff run, but I have my doubts, of course. But I think it's going to be a good playoff run to watch. I say we make playoffs no matter what. Oh, yeah, no matter what, we're going to make playoffs. And I, and I said that last year. Whenever we, uh, whenever last year for the um, for the free agency, whenever we got David Perron, whenever we got Ryan O'Reilly, whenever we got Patrick Maroon, oh, yeah. I was saying this is a conference final appearance. We're going to the conference finals no matter what. And then the start of the season happened, and we got beat 5-1 to one in the first opening game. Oh, my God. And then the rough of October oh and November, <laughs> December, and then January the 2nd, we were last place in the in the National Hockey League. And then finally, Jordan Bennington came. And we Craig just Berube. And, and then, yeah, and then Mike Yo had to be relieved of his coaching duties. So I think that not only do we have – we were given a second chance. We were, and we used it. Michael, back-to-back. I think, since we have had some injuries, it's been a rough season That's so right. Far. We're going to get lost, to those in a couple yeah. seconds. We've lost Vladdy. Yep. We've lost oh, Steen for a little bit. A little well, bit. Ba- Vladdy's off until the playoffs, though, right? Vladdy's out if five so we, months. Vladdy's out five months at the least. Oh, yikes. So we've lost Vladdy. We've lost Steen. We just lost Fabry. He wasn't huge, hugely influential. But we have, we're having a rocky start. 
We're doing good record-wise. We're playing well. We could have a way worse start like we last could, year. We could oh. be much worse. <laughs> way worse. I think with the right teamsmanship, if we can fill in those gaps that we lost with Vladdy, possibly Steen, I think we can definitely make playoffs. I think we're going to make playoffs back-to-back. Too early to tell. Too, exactly. It's too early to tell. Like, and yeah, you don't even want to – you don't want to doubt us, but at the same time, you don't want to automatically say we're winning it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Blues, I have my doubt. Yeah, blues I are have not, my the Blues are winning the cup until they get eliminated. Until they get eliminated from either playoff contention or from not even making it, which is very unlikely. We'd have to, like, so, we'd have to do horrible to not make exactly. it. Exactly. Because we that, have, so, we have a solid team. That'd be embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Uh, r- right now it is a uh, it is November 7, 2019. Uh, we're going to do some stats for you guys. Leading in goals is Braden Shen with 10. Uh, yeah, assist yeah, it is. Ryan O'Reilly with 13 he points. He always gets a, l- a lot of assists, I feel like. He's he like the assist king. He is. Ryan O'Reilly has 17 points in all, right behind Brandon Shin with 16, and David Perron is 16, Petrangelo 14, and Jaden Schwartz with 14 also. So what that looks like to me is not only is our star, Ryan O'Reilly, the one that we went out and gambled on. Oh, my God. That was a gamble. <laughs> yeah, was, a lot of people yeah. were you know, a lot of people were talking trash about it. They go, oh, we overpaid. We overpaid. And for the longest time, November, December, January, it kind of did look like it. But then, exactly, and then he's our Conn Smythe winner, and everyone's yeah. like, all right, maybe he wasn't overpaid. But <laughs> he's still there for four years. That's a that's a stretch. Who else would have been conference uh, Smythe winner, in your opinion? Schwartz. Schwartz. Schwartz yeah, would yeah, have been a he had the, Schwartz, he had the two Schwartz, yeah, Schwartz had two hat tricks. One of the conference finals. I thought it was going to be Schwartz. It, it should have been. It, it, in a in, in a way, you could, but here's the thing, though. I look back in all like the reruns and everything, like the yeah, series yeah, yeah. Re- rewind and everything. Uh, yeah, I looked at that every too. commentator. O'Reilly, 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 O'Reilly. It's like my goodness, man. He's scoring more goals than there are O'Reilly auto potty shops in the St. Louis area. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> exactly, and he was scoring crazy amount of goals. So if you look at a roster, Ivan Barbashev, stellar, stellar. Sammy Blay uh, got his, I think, third goal of the night. Uh, third goal, not of the night, but of the season. Yet, yet uh, last yeah, night, he, he, didn't he go off last night? He went crazy. I think he got yeah. two. I think he got, like a goal and two assists. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bozak got his first goal whenever it was. Who were we playing? It was it Minnesota? Or was it Vancouver? He got his first goal of the season, but he was all star. He was amazing last year. Oh yeah. 100%. Um, uh, Mackenzie McEachern was a call up because he's going to be on the fourth line because everyone's moving up because of Tarasenko's absence. Yep. yep. You got O'Reilly. We talked about him. David Perron. Now, that's a pretty stellar. Michael was freaking out the other day when we were watching the game, as one should, because, yep, you know, yep. we were fi- – I was, tuned in at, like, mid their period. It was the Oilers. They're damn the good. Oilers. Yeah, it they're, was, they're, they're a strong they're, team this year. They're damn good. They're a strong team this year, and if they can keep it up, they're going to be a playoff contention. Yep. Like, in, in 2018, they all made it to the second round and had to face the Sharks, but the Sharks beat them. Yeah. And I the Sharks went in. to the conference. I tuned in right as the Oilers scored, mm-hmm. make it 2-3, and then I was on the edge of my seat for exactly. the Until we empty netters. Until we empty net and everything. But Can we talk about that bounce later? That was funny. <laughs> uh, was it Bozak's bounce? Bozak's yeah, bounce. Bozak's bounce. That's right. Oh, yeah, he has two goals now. He has two goals because he got the empty net. I forgot about that. Um, about how not only do you have – and I, uh, I hate uh, – fine. Yeah, Connor McDavid is the best person in the league right now. He's oh, yeah. Connor he, McDavid, he's on fire. McDavid. I have his stats pulled up right now. He's just, uh, he's just, what's he at right now, Michael? 17 goals played, 8 goals, 18 assists. What's his points? How many points? 26 total points. 26. Wow. He's what? on fire. 14 games played in the National Hockey League, I'm pretty sure. 17 games 17 games. My apologies. 26 about points. Two, ga- two points per game. I'm not surprised. He's Jeez. more than doubling his assists. You look at the roster right between him. You have Connor McDavid, you got Leon Dreisidel, and then you got James Neal that they acquired for Milan Lucic. That was a totally locker room chemistry. Oh yeah. That was totally locker room chemistry. Wow. It which which is can you oh my god, I don't even what, what can you imagine being a GM of a hockey team? Just the pressure that you have. Well, the, Not only do you have to settle all the money, the yeah. players, but then they gotta get along. 
Yeah. If it's just a locker room chemistry problem, then you're like, well, I dotted all the P's and Q's. If my parents, if my parents, if my players don't, if my players don't get along with each other, then I'm just screwed. It had to be a locker room chemistry. So you got Neil, and then you have uh, Mike Smith. Mike Smith, they got out of Calgary last year, pretty sure. So he's a star, stellar goaltender. I'm trying to think who's their backup. Who's their, who's their backup, Michael? Can you look that up yeah, really yeah, quickly? Yeah. Um, Smith went off, though. Smith was. Uh, he played a tremendous game, yeah. but it was just the bounces. You know, it was the, the momentum. It was the bounces, and he kept, our players and <gasps> his own defense kept screening him on our shots. Yep, that, and that's the thing. That's kind of the hard thing. Who scored the their second goal? Because that was, was a t- that was top corner. Top corner. It was. Let's see. Uh, like it was his first goal of the season. They've got Mike Smith as their main and Miko Kishonen. Kishonen. Uh, let's see. Petrangelo got two. Oh, Robert Thomas. No. Uh, Oilers second goal. Uh, it was Cassidy. Yes, it was. It Connor was McDavid scored the first one, and then we got two, and then Ka- yeah, Zach Kastanen, he scored. That was a top corner. Yeah, that was a corner. Three corner to top. two because it was three to two because they started leading, and then it was uh then Bozak got, and then Bozak got two, and then Barbashev got one. Oh yeah, Barbashev got uh, scored last night. I always like wonder because uh, do you want to as a goalkeeper like as a hockey goalkeeper do you want to keep your glove more down or more up? <laughs> Because every time I see like corner top corner shots, all goalkeepers use try to use their shoulder, which I understand. But at the same time, wouldn't it be easier if you have your glo- glove up? In a way, it's not really bar- about your glove position; it's about your whole body. Because that's why whenever it's like a one on one, like a shootout, or yeah. just in general, that's why they come out of the post. Because when you have, you know, when you have, it's like having. It's kind of like a weird mechanism to say, just like using my hands. But if this is the goal crease and everything, and something's in front of you, like in the actual goal, you know, that's probably as a goalie. Oh yeah. If like you know, yeah, Patrick's a soccer goalie. Exactly. Yeah. Not only. I can relate. To if you come out, you have more of a chance of like jumping towards it instead of like leaning back and everything. Yeah. So that's why it's not worry about because I've talked to Pasosa about this. I talked to Kyle when he was on the podcast about what do you do in that situation. He's like, well, glove, yes, you just got to be ready for anything. It's about that short burst of energy, and you yeah, know that um, as a goaltender. As a soccer goaltender, you want to keep your hands kind of low, exactly, just to, to shoot down. But as a hockey goalie, as I see, like there's a lot of high shots. But also, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of low shots. But like, mm-hmm. I'm. Every time I see like a goalie use his gloves, always like a high, like mid chest to yeah. head height. So every time I see like a top corner shot, they always use their shoulder. I'm like, I, okay, that's the closest to the puck. But for me, if a ball, if like a soccer ball is head straight to my face, I want to use my hands, not just my face. I mean, but then it is a small puck. You want to get your whole body in yeah. front of it. So I really, I, I would have to play hockey goaltender in order for me to fully understand. And also, you're like, you're in, you're in gear, so you got to counter off like, yes, like you have to count off like forty pounds, right? Exactly, <laughs> of like all your clothes and gear and everything. You can't just, you know, because you're what wearing a, like, you know, shorts and a t-shirt, so you're able to I'm like, wearing move a long faster. sleeve and like a long w- sleeve. But I, yeah, it's like I don't want to get turf burned, but like yeah. The, I think the heaviest thing I have on me is my goalie gloves. So right now, uh, with the injuries and everything, you have Jaden Schwartz um, at 14 points, and then Terry Single left with 10 points. Wow. So sadly, so sadly, you know, yeah, it does suck losing him, but at the same time, you have Sammy Blay has eight, Bozak, Perenko, and then new Justin Falk that we just yeah. acquired um, after free agency. I don't think we've talked about him yet on the podcast and everything. We acquired Justin Falk from the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, and his salary is still being retained with them. Until next year when we get some money, because right now we're broke. He's a decent player too. <laughs> we're broke. He's a decent player. He did he did a fantastic he's been doing job. Work for us. He's got some good. He's got some good experience. He's not you know super old. He's not you know right out of the league and everything right from the AHL. But he's able to give us an extra chance on the actual defensive line. You know what I mean? Because our defensive line is stellar. With Petrangelo, we got Portuzo, we have Bolmeister, and then we have Justin Folk and we have Paranko. Paranko's insane. Yeah. 
and he 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 almost got injured last night. Like we gotta just be careful and everything, just because of injuries. Steen, we're pushing, we already talked we're about pushing him. everybody because we're down a guy. Yep, we're down one of our stars. So everybody wants to be pushing harder, and mm-hmm. that causes injuries, which we have yep. quite a few. Thomas is being stellar. Uh, Sunquist, Gunnarsson, another defensive. Zach Sanford, he's been called up. Bowmeister, McEachern, and Fabry, and oh, Rip Fabry. <laughs> Fabry has been traded to the Detroit Red Wings for Delarose. Delarose, that's right. And you know, Fabry's twenty three, man. What position is Delarose? He uh, Delarose, he's a forward. forward. I'm pretty sure he's a forward. Did he score a lot with the Red Wings? That's uh, a good question. I have no clue, Michael. I, like, I want to know how good he is, Michael. Uh, I'm just recording. Sorry, I'm not trying to give you the job, but I'm just recording on the actual computer, and you have your computer already up. Um, so I think see. with the main question and everything about how. You you should think that one Detroit's just in the middle of a rebuild. I think they can come back in the next two or not even two years, probably next season, because they have you know Trevor Daly. You know they have. I'm pretty sure. Man, who's their who's their goaltender? It's not Morazic anymore because I'm pretty sure Morazic's in Carolina. It's not Howard. They still have Jimmy Howard. That's right. They still have Jimmy Howard and everything. So Jacob De La Rose. He's got one goal, three assists, sixteen games played. Hopefully, so he'll step up. He'll just need to step up, and we'll, you know, we'll show him. The Blues push him. We'll show, yeah, exactly. We'll show him what to do and everything. He's fit, young, ain't he? If yeah. he fits in with our play, I'd be happy. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't have to get goals or assists. I want him to get, well, more assists than goals, in my opinion. Yep. If we, if the Blues implement their play upon him, he, uh, he'll probably he'll step up. Yeah. For like defense, Robert. Yeah. Bertuzzo, Bowmeister, uh, Vince Dunn, Falk, Gunnarsson, Paranko, Petrangelo. On defense, I think we're stellar. We are completely fine. Oh, they're yeah. all they're all our like defense big, has been really good. They're all big guys. They know how to play the game hard. They know how to get, you know, good shots and everything. They know how to just keep it in the zone whenever we're trying to put it behind the boards and everything. I th- get it to the point, hit a one timer. They can they know how to set up plays. And Petrangelo's got an eye. I, I didn't even notice that until last night. The big question is our goaltending, which there's a lot to say about that because you know, nothing, you know, Jake Allen's in the National Hockey League for a reason. I've seen him at his best, 2017. Oh, yeah. Against the, against the Minnesota Wild. It took us five games to beat him because Devin Dubnik finally was like, oh, shoot, they can sweep us on game four. And they shut us out two to nothing on home ice. Like, we have took two games in their hometown. So I've seen Jake Allen at his best. He's insane. Just the, just the, just the confidence. I think it's more about more confidence than it is actual skill set or mindset. chemistry. Yeah, speaking or locker room chemistry. Speaking of like, uh, like the confidence. Do you think his confidence is still up since we got Jordan Bennington and he's our starter? Like, how think, how do you think his confidence is doing with him not being the number one spot? I think I think it's kind of like a mind game. All right, and and that and that's that that's kind of the thing. Like, you know, yeah, we kind of joke about how beach ball. Yeah, and and, yeah. and about a beach ball and everything. Or we kind of joke about how, to be fair, I mean, you know the. Would you rather give your, you know, starting job to someone who can actually do it, or do you want to just be like, oh, you know, I earned this spot or whatever. You know, the best person gets it. Like, and, and I would feel that way if I was Jake Allen and I was like, and I was sitting there going like, oh, well, you know, who's winning the more games? Who's the more reliable? Who's the more consistent? Who has the more more consistency to show up every game, and to just have, I guess, with a new look of eyes? I feel like Jake Allen is just overthinking like you've gotten in your head before you're yeah, like oh yeah 100 yeah 100 you uh, you know overthink everything whether it's at a game whether it's just a decision you make every single day i think that one i'm happy to have them i really am and everyone's like trade them trade them one i hate to say this but we're not going to get anything if we trade them we already signed well, all of our team the only thing we're going to give anybody for david for jake allen is the draft picks that we really don't have for giving away because of ryan o'reilly 
Which is nothing <laughs> against it. Nothing against him or anything, but we don't have it. You know what I mean? We we got our stellar team. It's this or it. You know what I mean? So, but everyone's saying, we, one, I don't want, uh, and I've told, I think I've told Michael this a million times and told so many other people, I don't want Jordan Bennington to do a whole 82-game season. No. No, no he's going to snap. He's no, gonna he get can't to, do it. He's going to get exhausted. He's going to be and sore, possible injury. Even, exactly. Even on the possibility that he doesn't get exhausted, that's still just I mean, mental exhaustion. He's 26 years old. He's brand new to the league. Yeah. He's played, before this season, he played 46 games. Half a season. Yeah, have a season. There's well, yeah, no way he could survive. There's no way he could survive. Like it was a miracle that he was in. able to put the numbers in the playoffs that he was. That's oh, yeah. it, that's amount of pressure. That's insane amount of pressure. That's like double about the the yeah. exhaustion that you have to have and everything from what he did for us. So it's just God tears how he's able to do that just in the playoffs. So I think that yes, keep Allen. Just keep him okay. Just, you know, give him the games. I thought he did a tremendous job against Edmonton. Last night, Allen did very well. He did well. He but here's the thing though. It's not called the Jake Allen Blues or the Bington Blues. It's called the St. Louis Blues. We got to help him out. Yeah. We can't just sit there and go. That's what oh, I was gonna say. That's your job. About the defense is that uh, we have a very good defense on the wings, but mm-hmm. in the in center we always leave a guy open. We always like. leave a guy open. On always the five on, on the threes. back door and in the front. Yep. And it's killing. Not really like it's well they, our opponents keep having more shots. Like, yep. We, last night we got dominated in shots. Yep. Oh, I we think did. That, like every time like and puck we, possession. That's why zone. we praise our goalkeepers is because there's so many shots on net. It might yep. not be the best shots, but any shot could go in. Oh, from yeah. the goalkeeper from perspective, any shot can go any in. Any shot. Any shot. Like, doesn't matter. Uh, look at Bozak. Even though there's an empty net, but the fact that the puck bounced and just went in. Yeah. And pff, game and so we'll see. Game six of last year on the final, Bennington was supposed to stop one one or two shots of that, and it just trickled in. Yeah, it, it, ba- whether it that took be weird bounce, and he didn't read it. Weird bounces are just inevitable, or deflections or anything, because people are just jumping in front of oh, him saying, oh, screen. the hardest to say. Screens. Screens are insane. You're going one way when, like the, th- the ball or puck, the, it's going one way, and you want, and then you try to position your body and your hands in that direction, and then it gets. Re- it's the hardest thing. To so base. split second to make that save. Yeah, exactly. So basically, just um, close minding of the actual goaltender topic. Keep Allen healthy. As yes. long as both of them are healthy, healthy, we should be fine. We should be very good. We should that. be okay. We should be all right. You know, is it you know an 82 game season? Should we split it up 40 40? No, nah, it shouldn't be maybe 40-40. It should be at least 60-30. No, no, 60-20. 60-20, thank you. I was like, no, that's yeah, 90. No, math, no, math, math. Math. <laughs> 60-20, that I think is fair. Or even vice versa, like just – or even, you know, here or there, like even different combinations of that. But you should always have Jake Allen hot and should always have Bennington ready to go. Do you think we'll play Jake Allen in the playoffs if we make it? Well, we will, but, like, do you think we'll play him at all? Or do you think we'll just stick with Bennington? We have to, we have to see who we're facing. Okay. Because the hottest team was Winnipeg. John yeah. Kelly said that in the actual movie. He said that Winnipeg, because we tied them in points. Oh, yeah. We tied Winnipeg. And the fact that um, we tied them, that meant that um, our home record and their home record had to be compared. Who was better home? And that's how, that's why they got home ice advantage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we thrive when we're away. Yep. Oh, yeah. We, we thrive. We play amazing. We're, we're, we're able yeah. to just, like, which is interesting like and but at the at the same time it makes sense because there's so much pressure at home because oh, instead yeah. of cause you have your fans behind beca- your exactly family. we're screaming at the top of our lungs let's go blues and yeah. then they're just like overthinking not only they're they're trying to concentrate like that's kind of the thing that's just anti like it's kind of anti you know cheering on like go do it do it and then they mess up and it's like what are you doing we're cheering for you it's like <laughs> well you we guys are silent, being so loud that's why 
And then we, when we go silent, it puts even more pressure because now your fans aren't cheering what, on you. What did you say the other day? 12,000 in Enterprise Center? 19,000. 19,000. Yeah, Patrick and I went to a Blues game last oh week. Oh, my gosh. 18,900 people. On a regular game. season game. Just like regular season game. Yeah. Not even a huge opponent. Not surprised. Who was it again? We played the Wild. The, yeah, the Minnesota Oh, Wild. there's so many Wild fans in here. There's so many Wild oh, yeah, fans. We saw Louis. we saw a few like in the stadium there, just like walking by. We're like, whoa, yeah. there's one, there's two, oh, there's three, there's so four. There's so many like, Wild whoa. fans. My cousin, he lived in Minnesota for four years and used to go to games all the time. And then when we came back here, that was just his annual thing. I invited I invited him whenever I was thinking going with Michael. And he's like, I'm sorry, bro, I can't, I can't. I would totally go see the Wild. He's so pissed off at them because they've just been garbage. <laughs> but they, it was like <laughs> oh, two yeah, to one. Happened. It was two to one. Yeah, it was actually a very close game. It was a very close game. They got Matt Zuccarello f- um, from the Dallas Stars and everything for three agents. He's the one yeah. who also That's signed the big contract. That's what kind of scared contract. me, though, is they're not a very good team, and yet it was a close game. I mean, I don't want a complete dominant game, but I want a good hockey game where exactly. there's a clear winner. I want something interesting. Every team in the National Hockey League deserves to be there, and they have a chance every single night to not only prove whether the actual standings, whether in their in first place or 31st place. That's the thing that I, that's amazing about hockey. You know what I mean? Um, it's different because uh, – even in any sport or whatever, it doesn't matter if you're top tier or whatever. You get that chance every single night. It generally consents like, you know, if you haven't won a whole game every season, what do you really expect? You know, you take your standings in consideration when you're playing an opponent. Oh, the Wild okay. haven't won a game this year. Okay, well, it looks like our jaw's cut in half. But on the flip side, you know, that that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You, can, you can still lose. You can still win. You can still score a bu- bunch of goals. It doesn't even matter. So ending that and everything uh, – you got to tackle the injuries and everything. Let's see. We talked about, you know, Steen. You know, we talked about uh, Vladimir Tarasenko. Now here's a big one. Contracts. Michael and I were talking about this the last time, about how we signed 28-year-old Braden Shen to an eight-year extension. Eight years. He's going to be 35 <sighs> at the end of the contract. I, 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 Do you think he'll buy out the contract? That's, I don't, a, that's if, a bigger gamble than O'Reilly. That was a bigger gamble than O'Reilly. Gamble. And if you look at um, what Braden Shen has done, even in F- Philadelphia, the way that he was um, – the way he's able to play and everything, he's you know a st- stellar goaltender and everything. I'm not gonna like diss him or anything. Braden, Braden Shen. Here we go. Got him. Okay. Uh, just looking him up on just the stats and everything about uh, what he had. Uh, reference sheet, hockey reference. Shout out. JP, I have that up right now. Thank you. <laughs> so NHL standard, he played. Oh wow, I didn't know he played for the Los Angeles Kings. I'll be oh, damned. Really? Started with the Kings. Started with the Kings and Philadelphia. He uh, 54 games played. Uh, 54 games played in uh, 2012. He had 18 points. Six seasons with the Flyers. Six seasons with the Flyers. His highest point total was 41. Still wow. wow. 13 nice. and 14. He was. Uh, he had 20 goals and 20 assists. 41, 47, 59, 55. Nice time with the Flyers. And then last year in 2017 to 18, when we missed the playoffs, that was an all-star. That was an. That was a um, for his whole career high. 28 goals and 42 assists. 70, 70 points. 70 points. And 80, then, 82 games played. And then last Holy year. Cow. And then last year, whenever we had him for the actual season, 17 and 37 to 50, 54. 72 games played. So. All those numbers, he's gotten consistent. And you look at, you know, he wasn't getting playing time whenever he was with the Kings. He spent, there. he spent like, let's see, how many seasons with the Flyers? Two seasons, or six seasons with the Flyers. Six seasons, so he has experience. He, and he's known James Schwartz since he was literally six years old. So that's also chemistry. Chemistry, yeah. There's a difference, you know, I'd rather take chemistry over than somebody who doesn't know somebody who was stats and everything. That just makes your bond even better. But at the same time, I understand why you take – 
you take that um you take that risk to do that seven or the eight year extension because at the same time it's like this is the this is the core that won the Stanley Cup. Shen wasn't scoring that much and he was actually being really frustrated. It was all O'Reilly, Schwartz, Perron. And I think he can be that scorer. And you know, he did have a career high. That's the word I was looking for. He could have a career high again, but at the same time it's just it's just a gamble. So we'll see what it is. We'll see. With our playing style, we don't really get like we don't have really a lot. Of, we have separate people who get a lot of goals. Yeah. We don't have a single guy or a, I guess a really star. I mean, yeah, we don't have a star. I totally get. It. We don't Tarasenko, have. I guess we, was the star. Yeah. But he didn't really shine as much as. Uh, Which like honestly, or, uh, I rather or, have our whole team be the quote unquote star than just yeah, having yeah, yeah. than just having Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin or having Connor McDavid on our team because if you look at those teams. They don't do much. You know, yes, you have Crosby, but they built around Crosby. You built around your core. Boston's yeah. a fantastic team. Boston's in- insane. Oh, Boston's they, they the only team this season since preseason started. We have not scored a goal against them. We've scored goals in every game except when we played Boston. They shut That's us right. They shut us out they have three to nothing. But then, but then again, they also played us in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. So they kind of studied Amazing us pretty team. hard. Yeah, they're they're insane. I I told I I told I called that whenever I was doing the podcast with um the Pesosas and Adam and everything. I say if Boston can make it past Tampa, they go to the final. They don't have to worry about Tampa. They got out the first round. They got swept. So I, I'm no doubt. And then they swept Carolina. Oh yeah. Uh, and then they swept Carolina. So I which you know shocked me at the same time. But I was just like, dang. And I was like, well, Boston looks like a strong ass team. Oh, I knew <laughs> they were going to be strong. You know, you got Tuchel Rass. He's won a Stanley Cup with uh, backup to Tage Thompson, who won it in 2013. Zeno Chara is 43 years old, 1,500 games played. 1,500 games. 1,500 games. Bomeister is 13. Yeah. He's 1,200, ain't he? He just hit 1,200 games. 1,200 games. Yeah. 300 more, and you get that achievement of Chara. 300 is a lot. That's like, what? This is like three. That's no, the, no, that's, that's like three seasons because an 82-game season plus seasons. playoffs. Plus, oh, plus playoffs. Okay, yeah, three and a half to four. In playoffs, what do you preseason can do? Preseason games count in that? No, you can do preseasons do not because they're not on the actual uh, NHL record for the yeah. actual uh, for the goal because they don't matter in the standings. Um, I was reading and I was actually I I was talking to um Michael about this last night about how there is a YouTuber that had a live stream a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, I guess. This was a while back before I, we could I do the podcast. The, uh, his name is, uh, his name is, I don't know his first, his first name's Justin, but I don't know his last name. But he runs a hockey channel, kind of like the hockey guy, uh, ha- hands down hockey. And he had a live stream, and he goes, hey, send me topics, send me topics. And I go, okay. Well, he was answering, he answered like five of my questions, and there was like maybe 200 people in the lobby. Oh, you wow. know, it, it's not like maybe a thousand or whatever, but still, like this guy is a really good, he has good knowledge about hockey. And he and I let's see what question did I ask him? Well, this uh, dude. Oh, <laughs> can, can Blues back? Can Blues go back to back? And he goes, Oh, that's a great question, Justin. It just all depends on Bennington. That's kind of like what we just discussed and everything. Yeah. Can I don't he be about Bennington though? I want to be about our team. Exactly. But if you look at it, you know, it's not even about Bennington in the say of oh, if he just just goes in net, he'll stop everything. Not necessarily. It just gives that reassurance that they don't have to worry about the defense though. Yeah. You know, like Pat Maroon, he just goes, defense will come, defense will come. That's what Maroon kept saying in the video. Defense will come, like, just get shots on net. They didn't have to worry about it. When you ha- don't have to worry about your back and everything, you can just go out there and just play for the people that are on the ice instead of, you know, the goaltender. Bennington can just, you know, shake his head and be like, all right, I'm good. Have fun. You know what I mean? Go down the ice and score. And they did. I miss Pat Maroon. I miss Pat Maroon, too. But at the same time, uh, for how many chances Tampa has been given – I don't care anymore. 
I I didn't think for I didn't think for the life of me as a hockey fan as a Blues fan that the Blues would win a cup before Tampa did in the modern era. Insane. They won one in two thousand four in two thousand four against the Calgary Flames, and you know it's insane. Another question that he asked me, um, I go, do you think that uh, fighting is coming to an end in the National Hockey League? And he Nuh-uh. said, sadly, yes. What? No, no, no. It's not going to be. And he, and he penalty wise, it. yes, it is. P- penalty wise, it's going to come to an end. It's, uh, like just society wise, because all the NHL players that are turning around and suing the NHL, and all the players and just the concussions and everything because of just fights and just damages and thrown on the ground and you know, but they're never gonna. It's gonna be a while before they ban it completely. Like they're not just gonna take. If the National Hockey League wanted to take fighting out, they already would have done it. Quick question. Okay, speaking about fighting, real quick. What do you think is the most dangerous sport, fighting sport to be in right now? Fighting. What do you mean fighting sport? Like um, boxing, boxing, Muay Thai, Muay Thai MMA. UFC, MMA. Like, what do you think? What would you think? I would say MMA because it's full body. You're not. Fun just fact: It's actually boxing, and let me tell you why. So, I think fighting is not really a major thing in concussions, and like in like a uh, hockey. I think more con- concussions can come from. I mean, I guess how hard you play and, like, how many hits uh. you take. So, in MMA, you want to try not get hit like boxing. But yeah. you get one, if you get hit with one good shot, you could be out because of the gloves and different things that people use in their arms. Now, boxing, you if someone hits you with a good shot, it's through 16-ounce, uh, not 16-ounce, like 12-ounce gloves. You still have more ounces. So, you can get, take repeated blows to the head and still be okay. That's what causes concussions, though, is repeated blows, your head going back and forth over and over and over again, which fighting is actually pretty rare still in the NHL nowadays, so I don't think we should quite ban it because I don't think concussions are really coming from fighting. They're coming from the actual sport, so if you blame concussions on fighting, that's not true. Yeah, you have to learn how to take a hit into the boards. Exactly. Yeah, and be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, definitely, and and Mike Emmerich said that, one of the famous commentators saying, oh, you like the fighting, and the... Reporter goes, why? He goes, it just adds to the excitement, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. About how one guy just gets hit wrong and then another one steps up for his teammate and everything. And it just it just adds excitement, so if, you know what I mean? If the fight's banning, then what, what, you can't really step up for your teammates that much. And to the any, any punch, the ref would be like, oh, you got to And that's the, the point. And that's the, and that's the point. If they do ban it, how would they regulate it? Because naturally, you know, it, the men, the men that's going to fight each other. They're testosterone Every sport has men fighting. that are Every just sport. going to just go at it and just, you know, clobber everything. Because whenever you're just adrenaline's pumping and everything and somebody cross checks you, the last thing you're thinking about, oh, I shouldn't do this or else I'm going to get suspended. No, you want to tear the freaking like hair off the dude. You know what I mean? You want to yeah. kill him. So it's all about that chemistry. It's all about yeah, the all chemistry and everything about how if you do ban it, how are they going to, you know, oh, that's two weeks. Oh, that's suspension. Oh, that is fined. Because some people have been fined because for fighting and some everything. Some guy rocks you guys against the boards. I go up and punch him. It's probably going to be like a two-week. Yeah. Or not even that. Or you could be suspended uh, because your case could be reviewed in the National Hockey League or whatever. In, oh, the, actual, yeah. in the actual council. I'm trying to think. Uh, not the council, but the, the NHL community. Uh, security guidelines or some crap like that. Like, uh, the, the not the health department. Not the health. Ah. Uh, I'm thinking about something different, just the security or whatever. Just the NHL commissioner can review your case, safety protocol or something like that, the safety admissions or something. Um, so, yeah, it's it's coming – it's generally because you don't see really a lot of enforcers anymore. The last enforcer is Ryan Reeves, and he clobbered a lot I mean, of people. technically people called Pat Maroon our enforcer. Oh, yeah. 
Pat Maroon, you know, you have, let's see, Charo is not afraid to drop the gloves. Oh, he's no, he's, he's 43 and um, not afraid of, of any of young man, guys coming out. Yeah, Pareko. Pareko, yeah. Pareko's a huge guy, 6'6", yeah. six, six, terrifying on the ice. Uh, Evander Kane, he'll drop the gloves. Tom Wilson on um on Washington. Him and Tom, uh, Ryan Reeves and Tom Wilson, oh, they were buddy, buddy, buddies. They love to drop them. They love to drop the mitts. There's YouTube videos all over it. There's videos oh, yeah. of Ryan Reeves pulling out a molar and throwing it to the trainer. It's like, my God, man. But in the sense of it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen maybe next year. But generally, just because you're not going to have a full line brawl like it was in the 80s, like oh, with the Flyers. Oh, yeah, it was. I get, I get, I get all told all the stories. And you can see, you can look up some of them, like the rivalry between Detroit and Colorado. I watched the video. On oh that. my gosh! Um, was it like was it beef history or beef yeah, something like that? Uh, yeah, uh, was yeah. I think like it was the, beef history. The fight that like like changed the, hockey. Yeah, it was like a that. big yeah. one where there were just like just blood everywhere. Blood on everywhere. The ice. Everybody's like punching each other. Yeah, the goalies the, went at it. Goalies went at it and everything. It's it's just coming to an end. It's not going to happen. And I th- and there's two ways to look at it. Like I think of like yes. Uh, when it comes to buckles, uh, <laughs> when it comes to you know safety and everything, and just you know because so many cases, if if so many cases get sent to the NHL of oh I have a concussion or I have brain damage and it's just because of this or whatever, then yes the NHL can take it in their own hands. The NHL is not going anywhere, but it's what, just what a are bad they suing over like the not safety. Reasons? I don't remember. I don't remember who it hockey. actually was. It's. It's just they're suing him because of lack of protection, I guess you can say, about how some cases where, you know, they're on the ground and everything and the refs aren't stepping in close enough and they're just kind of getting clobbered. It's a mall, though. Exactly. It's a mall. More concussions happen in football, and I'm surprised yeah. football, like, people aren't looking at that. I mean, I love football to death. I love the big hits. I love, like, injuries and everything happening. But if football is still going around and with so many concussions and people getting brain damage from that, why are you stepping in on hockey, a less concussion sport? Yes, yeah. very physical, but at the same time, like, why are you stepping in on that than the actual because hockey? Because hockey, you're allowed to say, hey, ref, him and I are going to go, and the ref goes, okay, that's why. And But in that whole— Both have general, to agree to go, though. Both have to agree to it's go. It's your exactly. own choice. Exactly, and that's when um, Ovechkin got— in a little, in little, little trouble because last playoff round when uh, Carolina and Detroit matched up in the first round, him and Sebastian Ajo or uh, somebody, McEachern, not McEachern, uh, somebody dropped the gloves. Well, Ovechkin thought they were going, but Ajo didn't, and Ovechkin knocked the kid out and oh, landed to the floor. And on the land to the floor, you see a hand come out from Ovechkin and hit him when he was on the floor. Ovechkin didn't mean that. Sebastian Ajo was out, like he was knocked out cold, and that's scary because you never want to see some a guy go flat on the board, flat on the ice, and then another punch. Come. Another punch, because that's just not that's just not cool. You know what I mean? I mean, I can bring up an, a UFC fight where that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it, it's different. It's different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, because yeah. in the UFC, you have to when he's out, he's out. Like that's the end of the match. But hockey is just like, oh, it's not the actual main event. Was there a ref there watching the? Oh, fight? ref was watching, and ref goes. Oh, we need a freaking uh, trainer, 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 and Ovechkin went to the ice. And then after he was at, meant an interview, Ovechkin goes, "Yeah, that was wrong. I didn't. I thought we were gonna go. Like, uh, you know, I hope he's okokay. Like, he's a young guy. He's a great player. Oh, Iho was like, you know, I think he's like twenty five or twenty three, or I think he was twenty one. Like, he was fresh oh, wow. in the league. He was young as hell. And Ovechkin's almost thirty. He's like thirty three. He's an old guy. He's that old dude. Old guy taking on a young guy. 
Exactly. So, so what did Aho say? Did he not want to fight? Uh, Aho. Did he have his gloves on? And off? I mean, I can show you the actual like, the actual video because I can I, pull it up on my phone. You guys can keep talking. No, just... you're you're completely fine. Ovechkin Ov versus Aho. Aho Ovechkin fight playoffs. And see, it was just uh yeah. So you have here and everything. I'm just gonna so. Yeah. Ovechkin's talking about how he's not a big fighter in the post-game interview. And if you look and everything, you see, like, the injury and everything. Uh, they actually going to go and show the actual fight. Yeah. Oh, it's Feshnikov. Oh, yeah, here we go. So you see him uh, confront um, uh, Chesnikov about how, hey, they're just wrestling all for the whole game. They give him the nod and everything, and then Ovechkin just goes after him and just attacks him and everything. He agreed to that fight. Exactly. He grappled, and then he threw a glove off. Mm -hmm. He agreed to that fight. Yeah. But he went down hard. He did go down hard. He did go, he did go down hard, and then this lays his caution about how should there, should there be a suspension? Should there not be a suspension? Should it be fine, reviewed by the NHL commissioner and everything? He agreed to the fight. Exactly. That's my, he, now, if you flat out punch somebody and they still have their oh yeah, on, like, there's a, a stick there's a difference. Gloves, that's I would. There's a difference that, between yeah, non-consensual about just boom, you know, right in the jaw. About why? Because about because then the refs would step in and be like, that was not uncalled for. Um, going back to the actual questions and everything, you know, fighting is you know sadly going to end. Not like I said before, not to, not tomorrow, not today. Just it's going. It's just I ending think soon. It could end the sport, in my opinion. That's true. Not, not, not like it's not detrimental to the sport. It's just like the enjoyment is still there that there could be a fight every game. That's or what there could be a little bit of roughing up. I was talking to Lindsay Bart about that because him and I were just talking about that, about uh, topics for the podcast. And he goes, if they get rid of fighting, that will throw a lot of hockey fans that are there, not really for the fights, but they'll just For the action for and the, for the, like, the roughing up. The excitement the and excitement. everything. That will throw a lot of fans off, and they, it, it, they, won't, like they won't regain game, them. Every hockey game, I mean, this might be just be like the beginner uh, mind in me about hockey, but every game, you kind of like, I wonder if there's going to be a fight tonight. Oh, my first NHL game, there was a line brawl against Winnipeg. My first NHL game, there was three. We, we saw Reeves, and there was three fights in one game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, it was My mom's awesome. Russian. She asks me all the time, when's the last big hockey fight? Never. She watched Russian hockey back. Then. <laughs> Russian hockey is amazing. Russian hockey. <laughs> she watched Russian hockey back in the nineties. She doesn't watch hockey anymore. Damn. There's no more fights. She's yeah. Not interested. Yeah. It's a perfect example of what JP just said. Yep. It's it's saying you're gonna have a lot of uh, you're gonna have a lot of fans that you just can't re- re- retain back. Another one we talked about. Uh, another uh, conversation that we that I submitted to him and everything, and uh, a potential lockout. Thankfully. The NHL and the NHL PA or something like that, public and public association or like, did not open a case. So that means that there's not going to be a lockout for the next at least four years. So that's good, because you know, um, in 2013 there was a lockout, a half a season, 41 games gone, mm-hmm. 41 games. In 2003, I think it was three. It wasn't four because Tampa won three or five, four or five. Whole season lockout, 82 games. Explain a lockout, JP. What's up? Explain a lockout. A lockout means that it's basically about how when the NHL PA opens up a case that there's a not not, – this was before the salary cap. This was before about how players players were – players were given – each team was giving a set amount 
about how much they're allowed to spend. They're allowed to have, I think, let's see, you're you're not required to have your oh you're only allowed to have fifteen people on your actual active squad. It might be fifteen or twenty three. I think it's twenty one names. Twenty one people you can have on your roster, and there's just a certain amount you can give or whatever. And then you can get in trouble because of the salary cap if you go over. I don't think you can get in trouble, but like you want to spend as much money as you can, but you don't want to go over because then you can get fees and shit like that. But spending basically, too much money, spending too much money, you have more money that you need to owe. For, to exactly. And next, and Gary Bettman said that in maybe the next two or three years, the salary cap for each team, the salary cap in general, is going to go to eighty-one million dollars. Wow, it's a lot of money, man. Do you have enough money for all that? <laughs> in in a way, yes. And you know, just the way that contracts are going at, like you in know, comparison, eighty-one million dollars is the average football contract. I think we talked about that. Football contract. I, th- I dead ass think that. I think dead ass. You told me about that like a couple months back. Whenever we were just Isn't having like this conversation, a, a quarterback sa- like salary like like a hundred and fifty million sometimes like around there two hundred million. Yeah, like, it's if insane. it's like a, if it's like your starter and he's gonna be in your team for a while, it's like one hundred fifty million. Here we go. Highest highest salaries. I screenshotted this. Connor McDavid is making twelve point five. Wow, that's for the next seven years. I'm pretty that's sure one eighth of a team's salary and he's and then you still got 20 what 20 21 players? skaters or, tw- or 19 probably i think you have 20 on a roster okay the 19 other players with only an eighth of, with eighth of your money gone and temi panarin who just signed seven years with the new york islanders they had the cap space uh Wait, 11 what's the, sorry what's the cap now the cap right now i think is at 75 okay for the so whole nhl one seventh so one seventh and everything uh if i'm not correct don't quote me on that i'm pretty sure it is uh, and Timmy Panarin left money on the table. Columbus offered him more money than this, $11.6 million per year, and he's there for seven years. Holy cow. Austin Matthews is there for the next four years, and he's making $11.6 million. Carlson, Eric Carlson on the San Jose Sharks, yeah. the hand pass. Yeah, hand pass guy. We just know, oh, he was the one who he was the one who scored oh, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, hand yeah. pass. The score. He, as a defenseman, he's making eleven point five, And g- give or take, there are still bonuses in here too. What's the highest Blues paid? Or a blue blues player pay like oh is man it, is it Tarasenko? Uh, it's either it's either I think it's O'Reilly or Tarasenko. It's probably it's got to be one of those guys because how much should we pay him? Because these are star players. How much should we pay our star players? Uh, we we're we're up? smart about our players. We don't give stupid money away. Uh so eh, if you look, we do in a way, <laughs> yes, yeah. But if you look at see, you go teams. Because we were very close to our salary cap. The St. Louis Blues, uh, right now. We receive. We have Alexander Steen making Ryan O'Reilly. five point five million. Ryan O'Reilly is making seven point five. Seven point five. Okay. Jamie Schwartz is making five point three for the next two years. We have him there. Tarasenko is making. Uh, uh, b- 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 Michael, are you gonna beat me to it? But oh, Tarasenko's injured. That's why. Uh, he's making seven point five. Oh, okay. So I we paid a little bit more. That's smart money there, dude. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised he 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 allows that actually. That's smart money. You, oh my god, don't okay. We're gonna get to Toronto in a second, and <laughs> ooh, these poor people on the podcast are gonna hate me. Um, and then Drew Doughty over in the LA Kings, he's making eleven. Eleven. Eleven million dollars each year for ten years. Wait, no, I'm sorry, eight years, eighty-eight million dollars for the skill that Tarasenko plays at. He deserves more money, but I'm happy that we have him for 7.5. You look at um, Toronto. I have a big grudge against them. You're fine. Uh, Austin Matthews. Uh-huh, he, I do too. Yeah. He's <laughs> making 11.6 for until 2025. John Chavarez is captain, so he's making 11 plus bonuses. Mitch Marner 
ew. He is making <laughs> ten. Too much money, Marner. He's yeah. He's making. T- he's making. Let's see. Ten point eight nine three with bonuses. You want to see his bonuses? Give me a second, Patty. What are you're, bonuses? You're gonna love these. Like bonuses, as in how much money you're making each year. So, what gives you a bonus? Bonuses. Yes, exactly. So sponsorship. Sponsorship. Oh, sponsorship. Yes. Deals. Not uh, even just that. Just the money. Scored. That- um, saves. Assists. Performance. Everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just insane. Let's see. Is this it? Here we go. So, for the first year, he's only making... Yes, he's only... In the in the actual books, he's only making... Let's see. Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner. 10.9. He... For the first year, he makes 700000 But bonuses, he makes $15.3 million. And then, the second year, 700000 14.3. Jeez. The dude makes almost 20... What's that? Five... And uh, yeah, almost thirty million dollars in his next two seasons. He's sitting great. Like, and if you look at Mitch Marner's numbers, yes, is he very? Is he a good player? Absolutely. I'm not gonna say that. Are they damn lucky for drafting him and everything, or getting him over from the uh, Swiss League and everything? Um, it might be from the Swiss. League. It might be from the uh, just. Uh, I think it's the KHL. Yes. It's just damn good for 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 them and everything. So yeah, uh, their money is pretty pretty well spent over in Toronto. He's at fourteen goals, thirteen assists right now, or four goals, thirteen assists, seventeen points, sixteen games played. He's, he's performing. <laughs> you freaking better for t- uh, eleven million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You're fifteen million or seven seven hundred seven hundred thousand dollars. But this is why that. This is why with giving these big contracts makes the cap go up. And if the cap go up and everything, if we're all spending out all of our money. Coaches got to be played. Players got to be played. Trainers, you know everything. Like running an NHL arena is not cheap. Oh, it's not cheap. I at totally all. get That's it. Why like everything's overpriced. Uh, the <laughs> reason mean, why, well, the reason why Scott Tritt is because we don't get any of the parking around us. The only oh, yeah, thing that true. the only thing that the Enterprise Center makes back is on food and the the sports gear. Even the sports gear doesn't really go to us. It goes to the actual St. Louis Blues organization. So tickets and food that is I'm all blues. Tickets are like twenty dollars for a regular season game. Mm-hmm. What's like? Well, it's just last. What's the highest? I know, but like, what's the last? Uh, what's the first? Like, uh, which team costs the more to just go to regular t- season? Oh, pr- probably it's it's got to be rivals. One Blackhawks. They they cost a lot. Oh, for they oh yeah, Blackhawks because it's rivals, of course. Um, Pittsburgh because they've won two cups in the last two years. Washington. Which team stadium? Uh, has the highest tickets like. Montreal is the biggest stadium. Biggest stadium. Mo- Montreal, Montreal has all the, the in the leaps. Huge fans. Yeah, they're yeah, probably, huge passionate. Probably the most and that's intense can- fans in the season. That's Canadians. That's Canadian money too. So probably twenty bucks there is probably thirty five there. Twenty bucks here is twenty probably like thirty five dollars there. Oh okay. So that's probably insane. You know what I mean? They probably look at thirty five tickets like oh, tickets for only thirty five bucks, and we're like that's a lot of money just to see them lose. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why about the whole thing about just salary cap and everything, a, a potential lockout, and hey, we don't want that. Patrick, for comparison, the game that we went to. Same exact section that we were sitting in. Same seats. We paid about eighteen dollars a ticket. Twenty two tickets for one thirty for the for the Blackhawks. Told you. Same section. Told Holy you. Holy cow. Told you. Just rivalry, man, and people will pay it. That's the thing. You know, they're a business. You know why? Yeah. Rivalry equals more contact. Yeah. Equals people wanting to see fights. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I totally agree with you. That's that, that's I what it's there. I guarantee you, Colton Pareko is more likely to swing at Jonathan Tays than <sighs> Mitch Marner. Jonathan Taze. I don't. I don't even hate. <laughs> Chicago. I don't hate Chicago. I hate Jonathan Taze, for what he said about uh, our comeback. He goes, "I wasn't impressed." 
Fuck you. You're not impressed. He's the hardest one. Oh, the Chicago's to play. record right now. Oh man, let's go. Let's go. Honestly, <laughs> we're that's play a, the record. That's game? a good question. No, that's a great question. Let's, Scoreboard. They let's, don't deserve to talk. Let, shit. Okay, so <laughs> it is November seventh, and the lowest we team the in the cup. NHL. I hate to say this, sadly, we went blue. <laughs> it's it's Detroit. Ah, uh, but Detroit's only a one. Uh, Detroit is only a, finding a Jordan Bennington away from being stellar. But you don't find a Jordan Bennington under your left rock outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was a miracle, lucky. a miracle. Um, he stepped up to the plate. Man, San was o- nervous. San Jose. Oh man, see, this is this is this is what frustrates me. They have, and this is frustrates Drew Doughty too. He's making eleven million right now, and right now they're five and ten. Uh, Los Angeles is 29th place. San Jose, Eric Carlson, he's making 11.5. They're in. They're 5 and 10, and they're in 28th place. Minnesota just signed Matt Sugarello. Chicago, they're in 26. New Jersey, who probably had the best offseason getting Jack Hughes, the first overall pick. P.K. Subban from uh, from Nashville. Wayne Simmons from the Philadelphia Flyers. They are right now, let's see. 4, 5, and 4. Damn, makes us makes me think like how good the Blues are right now. Tampa, they're six five and two, and they just signed Andre Vasilevsky to a fat contract too. He's making some good money there, but right now we're second place in Washington. Do, do I want to stay there? Not particularly, because I don't want the President's Trophy. That's a curse. I want the President's Trophy. That's a curse. Tampa President's Bay. Trophy. Look what happened to Tampa last year? <laughs> uh, Nashville exactly got it. Oh no, Tam- Oh, Tampa did Tam- get it. Tampa yeah. did get it. Tampa Nashville had a record point season. Na- last year. Nashville got it the year before that. And everything. Uh, so yeah, Prince Trophy's a curse. Exactly. Vancouver is nine three and three. Vancouver. Oh, that we, is we hilarious. Need, we need to talk about the oh the zero on uh, the zero the, the three zero. the three on o rush. Three on o. We need to talk about that. That was insane. Go for it. I don't care. I get sick of hearing my own voice shockingly. Yeah. I didn't watch that game surprisingly. I watched a few games before that because I was down like fishing in the Lake of the Ozarks and I watched the uh, two OT games. Those were pretty fun, but then I heard about this and I checked uh, my phone and it was like all over Twitter. That was uh, that was Columbus and uh, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Because we were at uh, we were at Emos eating pizza. Yep. And then Emo's. the and then uh, oh that's right because uh, the Columbus game in overtime that was my party. Yep. Yep. That's fun. Uh, man, even Calgary. I'm I'm very impressed. I, I, this is insane. Arizona is nine four and two. They're in the they're in eighth. Yes, the is coyotes. it only November? But still, sure? the Coyotes, you, Arizona. Oh my God! I'm th- this <laughs> the is, highest place on earth. This is insane. This <laughs> no, is crazy. No, no. This is crazy. Is. Washington is leading with eleven two and three. We are eleven three and three with twenty five points. Boston, of course, the best team probably besides us. You know, they're still a team. I-, I can see them going back to the final. If not us, them. Winning it all, I'm I not see gonna, it. I'm not going to root for. Them. Oh, me, <laughs> me, neither. Screw that. I, you know, now, we built a rivalry. Over I'm this rooting. Game. Oh no, we've already. Ha- we've. Oh we've, yeah, have we, we had. We've a re- well, yes, but we've we reunited. It? Oh, we revamped okay. it. The New York Islanders. I never really thought they were. I am really curious of what they do this year. Same with Edmonton. Um, Connor McDavid. There were rumors about how many years does Connor McDavid have to go without going to the playoffs until he until he requests a trade. First overall. He missed the playoffs the first year. He got to the playoffs the second year. He's in his fourth, fifth year. He hasn't been in the playoffs since the second year? He went to the playoffs. Let's see. Connor McDavid. Let's see. McDavid. Uh, Lanny McDonald. McDavid. Connor McDavid. Career. He has 304 games played, 136 goals, 262 assists, and 398 points. So... 
Um, so his um for the for his first NHL season, uh, he only played forty five games because he broke his collarbone. Yeah, he's a sixteen nasty injury. That would hurt, man. He went to the boards hard, man. Sixteen games, thirty two assists, forty eight points. Sixteen and seventeen when he went to the playoffs, uh, hundred, won the heart. Um, 2017-18, didn't go to playoffs. He won the heart again. 18 and 19, 116 season, record high. He's had three hundred point, uh, hundred point seasons in the past three. And he's an incredible player. He's an incredible player. And right now he's 17. Yeah, games played. He 17, deserves 18, to be on a team that persistently goes to. But here's the thing, though, nobody can afford him. Everyone's broke. Everyone's broke because they're already done. You know what I mean? That's like. And he's getting so much money from Edmonton. Right it's now. like it's like trying That's to find true, it's yeah. like trying to find a friend group on in December. In high school, everyone's got their own cliques. Everybody's got their own, well. December, everybody's like locked down. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. right now, we're all locked down. Washington is br- Washington is broke. Um, we're bro- we're broke. We're broke. <laughs> <Hella> broke. <laughs> we're broke. Boston, New York has a little bit of cap space. Edmonton is broke because all their money is locked up in Money McDavid. Money McDavid. There was a big. There was there was there were tr- there were um rumors about uh Ovechkin getting traded and a bunch of players um going to fill him because. For the long, longest time, Ovechkin got drafted in 2005. They didn't win a cup until 18. Yep. It's a long time. That's a long time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nothing against Alex Ovechkin, but as oh, a he GM, for that cup. exactly. As a GM, you you see all you see Sidney Crosby, you see Jonathan Taze uh, lifting a cup, and then you're like, well, we have Alex Ovechkin. Why is this not happening? There was a lot of rumors saying how you can get a lot of star players, but the only people right now that have cap space. Right now, let's see. Do 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 do. Um, All the teams that are like below five hundred. Yeah, but not even below. Uh, Ottawa has a lot of money right now. I will give them that. Ottawa's got some money. Let's see. You have. I don't think a veteran would leave. You could. They just got the cup. You never. You never. Oh, not now. I'm talking about like 2008, oh, 2009, okay. 2012, 2013. Like th- whenever oh, they were back, just. No back. Okay, whenever okay, okay. they were just getting out of the first round. Whenever they were just sucking. Whenever they missed the playoffs. Whenever they would just blow their leads. It. It just raises the question about how, um, you would just never want to see that happen and everything. Uh, so let's see. Salary cap. You look at the salary cap and everything. Cap friendly. Cup tracker, no, 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 just cat friendly and everything. Let's just see everything for signings and recalls. You know, Watson. Let's see how much space does Ottawa have. Mm-hmm. Ottawa probably has probably the most money in the actual cat space. Here we go. Let's see. Yep, roster size. Uh, Arizona has twenty three out of twenty three contacts. Contracts forty five out of fifty. Uh, the projected cap hit eighty four million. Uh, current space they have one point. They have one million. Boston has two. Buffalo has four. Toronto has 217,000. That's really low. Holy cow. That's like as much as that's like it's like the more that's like the how much my house is. Too much money Marner. <laughs> that too much money Marner, man. Uh Dallas has 4. Point million. Who has the most? Let's see. Okay, that can't be right. Uh uh right now our cap hit um right now the St. Louis Blues cap hit is 81. 81 Hold on, eighty-one. Oh, that's just a cabinet. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm oh, an idiot. Okay. I'm so sorry. Right now, it says that we have seven point five million, and that's not right because we're freaking broke. Um, but the Ottawa Senators, they have, oh, 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 oh. I'm an idiot. The current, uh, their projected cap space. This is the current one and everything. Right now, Ottawa is sitting at seven point 
seven point million right now, so they have the money. So if they do that, because that's what the that's what the rumors are right now, getting rid of McDavid and getting like, you know, many how many players you can feed off a twelve million dollar contract? That's like like Three. what six players? Six? Maybe. Dep- maybe 12. Maybe young ones. You know what I mean? Oh, young young, oh, yeah. young, young talent. Because that, that's your strategy. If you're tanking in the NHL, go young and fast. Like, that's literally what you, that's what Toronto did. Yeah. And, uh, and, but there's two ways of looking at that. If you have all these stellar players that are all the same age, 23, tw- like 21, 22, all those players need contracts. And that's what, that's the kind of game of the projection of yeah, playing. Like old experienced players. No, because right now, because Pittsburgh, they've got, uh, they're all the way up at seventy nine million. And I think the cap hit is I think eighty two, eighty two or eighty three, and everything. So yeah, we've done a lot of co- topics and going through. All right, and this has been the hockey highlights of tonight with Michael Scholl and Patrick Bloom. We're going to take a small break, and we're probably going to come back and do the outro. Thank you guys for listening. We are available anywhere you can hear a podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Pocket Cast. Everything. Take care, guys, and we'll See be you. right back. And we are back, Michael, Patrick. How was the break? Uh, refreshing. Refreshing. Yeah, apparently, because you were young. Refreshing. <laughs> um, so the final topic we're going to be talking about is Craig Berube was promoted from intern head coach into, I guess, I guess head head coach. Head head coach. <laughs> I, guess so, coach. I mean, it happened a while ago. Yeah, but we it happened a while ago, but um, a lot of controversy and a lot of uh, people were talking about, you know, three years would be too much or is it not enough? And I think that just depends on this year because it depends on how this year, next year goes. Because since f- we just won the cup, it's going to be interesting this next se- this season and next season. Not only did we win the cup, it's it's a matter of well, he you know, took us from the bottom up. Yeah, but this is a full year. This is eighty two games. Yes. Whenever uh, Mikey O picked over, we were thirty six, so we were almost halfway done. And then that was before Biddington. So we've got all the pieces together. We've got everything lined up. We just got to figure out what the next three seasons does. He's a great locker room guy. Yeah. Have you seen like the clips of him in the locker room? Oh yeah, it's a lot more. He's he. He's a lot more down to earth with the players. He's like, kind of uh, like a coach. Coach. He's one like a, co- a player coach. He's like their dad. Exactly. Yeah. He's like a dad. He and, knows and, what's going on. Exactly. But here's the thing, though. He's a dad in one way. Where like, we're like, oh, he's like really easy to talk to. But at the same time, Petrangelo said it in interviews. He'll shape your ass up. Like he does not play games. You know what I mean? Oh no, he, he looks like a serious motherfucker. Oh yeah. People were talking about how he could actually like jump in the rink right now and fight somebody. Because yeah. Brewery back in the day was like, I oh, think yeah, he, he was, was close an, to an enforcer. Wasn't oh, he? he was an enforcer. Yeah, he um he he uh had like the highest penalty minutes or whatever when it came to. Let's see, I'm pretty sure he played. Let's see, Craig, Craig Berube. So I'm just looking at Craig. Ball. Who did he play for? Did he play for the? Har- it wasn't the Hartford Whalers. He played for. Oh, he did not. No way. He played for wow, seventeen seasons for Flyers. the Pittsburgh, for the Flyers, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Calgary Flames, the Washington Capitals, and the New York Islanders. He was traded a lot. Holy crap! Who? Let me see what this guy did. I mean, if you want to talk about trades, Pat Maroon was traded three times in the 2017-18 season. Holy cow! Yeah, he was. It's a good point. Is it because he's not he a went, solid player? He or is went, it just like for a, a big guy? It's because he's not they a dramatic. He's just not. A, around. He's just one. He's a. He's a big body. He's a big dude. You yeah. know what I mean? It's n- nothing against that or whatever. But he's. I guess he just can't move as fast as you know Carl Hagelin or you know or just or even Schwartz or whatever. He's just for that you know big play kind of person. But then again, he sold me on uh, the Stanley Cup when him and Marche were going at it. Oh yeah, that's oh, funny. That was the, that was the best. That hyped me up even more for the. Cup Michael, play. you want to say his fam- famous quote? You guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. My, oh, yeah, that's a good one. My favorite one is when him and Lion A were like, I'm like, fucking this. 
Wait, was it hometown hero? Yeah, <laughs> uh, my favorite one was when it was the Winnipeg series, and um, chirp, uh, Line was chirping Maroon and goes, "You're bad, bud. You're trash." And Maroon goes, "We have the same we, amount of points. We got the same amount of points, bud." <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Like that, it, like you're like, damn. Like you didn't think that through. <laughs> More like Sugar Gay. <laughs> That's what it just sugar reminded me of. Oh, sh- sh- sugar Ray, Sugar Ray. More like Sugar. Ray. Um, who said that? Who said that? Um. But I think that let's see, he had uh let's see, his highest point. Uh wow. Talk about penalty minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Minutes. Let's see. Um penalty minutes, let's see. 108, 199. Dear Lord. 199. <laughs> penalty minutes. Dear Lord. I'm pretty sure I'm reading this correctly. Yep. Penalties in minutes. Let's see. In the 1988 season, he had 108, 89, 199. Jeez, oh, beats, dude. This guy beat the fuck out of people. <laughs> um, his career high of penalty minutes, which I never thought I would say in any of this podcast, 1991, 293. 293. Let's see. Two, that's two. He had to see. be like. Let's see. That's over two hours, three hours of penalty minutes. Because that what? Two, that's 60. That's 120. But that's 180. That's three hours. That's almost four hours. About three hours. Of how many minutes, minutes did he play that season? Uh, how many minutes? That's it's gonna be hard to look up. That's gotta be how many well, games did he play? Oh, how many games did he play in the two in the 291? 74. 74. And how many does an average player get? How many minutes? Like ten? Oh, two. Oh, probably two a game. Probably two a game. It's two two minutes? minutes. Probably two minutes. No, I mean like so how many uh, in, hour, in total. How many minutes of playing time? A playing time, like in total. Oh, like. Mm, eh. 13. 13. That's pretty high. He's Never mind. Pretty high. Like he always had a penalty every game. Nine minutes because, you know, 35-second shifts. Numbers-wise, he had a penalty every game. Maybe Holy two. crap. Maybe two. Uh, so Philadelphia played that for— That was the age where fighting was fighting. Oh, yeah. Fighting was you have to fight in order to stay in the league. Yes. You had, you had to know how to fight. Yeah. Uh, let's you see. got swung on. Either that or you had to be amazing with the puck. Yeah. Crosby. Uh, let's see. Seven years with uh, the Philadelphia Flyers and everything he had— um, Crosby, yeah. Uh, with the Philadelphia, Washington, he has been there for seven years. Let's see, do, 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 do. games played three hundred. He had his whole entire career. He had a thousand fifty four games, seventeen wow. years in the National Hockey League. He knows how to play hockey, I think. Wow, <laughs> I never did his re- I never did this research. Like, I like I knew who like he was or whatever, but I just didn't do the research. And this, he's yeah, he's from Alberta, Canada, and everything. Uh, he's he's fifty three. Coach before he came to the Blues at all. Uh, he was a. I think he was a uh, brand new. I'm pretty sure his brand co- new. I, I'm pretty so sure he's brand did new. Coaching at all? I don't think he ever did coaching at all. Not even like a I don't think so. Lower leagues. Not wow. that I can find. Let and me he see. brought a team from the absolute dumps to the Stanley Hold Cup. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look. Let me see. Gore game. Craig overall. The pages and everything. Traded to the Islanders. Signed as a free agent for Calgary. Do 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 do. Penalties and minutes. Careers. Oh crap! I just did something stupid. Okay. Uh, he led the league in penalty minutes <laughs> for number seven in 1986 for thirteen th- uh, for for, for three thousand one hundred and forty nine minutes. Dang, that's that, that's crazy. That's a lot that's of penalty. Like, so wow. going back from you know before penalty minutes and everything, uh, three years I think is a great threshold to start somebody out on because you have. You know, people getting cocky like Tampa, who signed John Cooper for four years before the playoffs started. And then they got swept. 
whoopsies. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of a that's a risky move. Going no back to Craig Berube. Yeah, no, go for it. He played until he was thirty-seven years old. Damn. How old is he now? Forty-three. Uh, now he's fifty-three. Oh, fifty-three. My apologies. He's fifty-three. Played until he was th- thirty-seven years old. His last season in the NHL was two thousand three. Wow. He's not that. He's not that like old of a player. He looks old. He's not that old of a player. He stopped in two thousand three. Yeah. He stopped two years before Ovechkin was drafted. Dang! Wait, what, in his last, in his, and then his like last team. Wait, hold on. Let me. He see. played for Calgary in the 2002-2003 season. He had uh, 55 games played, six points. So he definitely bottomed out near the end of his career. No six way. points in 55. No way. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta see this. Three. Did you just say six points in 55 games? Holy cow! He he bottomed, bottomed out, out, but he played a long time. So you look at the Is he defenseman, left wing, and you only five points. The two thousand three, the two thousand three roster for he didn't play much last season for the uh, for the last time, season. Average time on ice was five minutes. Oh, okay, then. that's not too play, bad. He didn't play much, but he was a tank. You have Chris Clark. Let's see if I know anybody. Uh, Sean um, D- uh, Donovan. Uh, let's see, Dave Laurie. Um, Jamie McLean. Let's see if any of these I know anybody. Goaltenders. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Roman Turk. Uh, Turk. Turk. Uh, do 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 do. McLean. Dave Lowry. Two thousand three. That sounds so freaking familiar. Because who won the cup in two thousand three? Two thousand three, two thousand four. Um, and their coach was Daryl Sutter, and their captain was Jerome McGinley. Oh my God, Craig Berube. Went to the Stanley Cup final against the Tampa Bay Lightning and lost to the Lightning. He was on their team. Really? Wow. Damn. Okay. Respect. That's that's crazy. I never knew that. He didn't play much though, so he I don't even think he saw that much ice time. Let's see. Hold on. We can look that up. God, I love this website. Uh, so the NHL playoffs. Are you on Hockey Reference? Of course I am. Uh, so the two. Th- oh, let's see. Yep, he didn't play. At all, he didn't play. Yeah, he didn't he go. Must have been like a backup. Well, so one year in uh, playoffs, he he played six games and had one assist. So I have no clue. I don't think he played. He was on their roster in two thousand three, two thousand four season, but he didn't play. They went. He's just probably a scratch. You don't. You never know. He's probably a healthy scratch. <coughs> David Baggis. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then again, um, wow. you always need backup players. In the two thousand two, two thousand three uh, Stanley Cup final, Mike Babcock coached Anaheim. No way. Yeah. Mike Babcock is like he's coached everywhere, man. He's gone from Anaheim, Detroit, Toronto. He's in Toronto right now. Yeah, right? he's in Toronto. He went he came from Detroit because he won three cups with them. Uh he's up there with like Scotty Bullman and everything, like the highest paid uh coaches and everything. Yeah. Toronto can afford him. Back then, the mighty or the, the Ducks were they they were the mighty ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh yep, highest paid coach. Um uh, Mike uh, Babcock, he's making six point two million. Uh, Mike Babcock. Mike Babcock, he is. Let's see, let's see the hockey reference and everything. That's crazy. It's it's interesting to see like what what all the coaches he's done. He's won. He's I'm pretty sure he's got like three cups. Coaching career. Let's see the head wrote co- in the NHL. And everything. Awesome. We got anything else to plug until we close up this episode? I'm done.
Perfect. Well, thank you guys for all the support on the podcast and everything. This is the Hockey Highlights of Tonight podcast. My name is Justin Minnick. Patrick Bloom, say your goodbyes. I'll see you guys later. Awesome. Michael Scholl. See you guys next time. Thank you guys so much, and, and take it easy. And don't forget, let's go Blues. We let's go Blues. Blues. <laughs>